Welcome to the HR Empowerment Podcast, where we will uncover strategies and new insights from HR professionals who discuss up-to-date regulations, best practices, and the most pressing topics like diversity and equity, leadership, dealing with difficult situations, and much more that affect your bottom line and business. Thanks for joining us. Wendy Sellers here, the HR lady. Welcome back to session four of this podcast series. Let's hear from Jeff himself on how he has been discriminated against because of his disability. And please take note so that you can help prevent this from happening at your organization. I'm going to share a few stories for you without mentioning names. Uh, in it's a testimony to what I train on. I train on stuff that I have been through. I don't train from a curriculum. The curriculum is my life in my book. So when I got back to Louisiana and was struggling finding work with a resume, that was made for management, and I got hired. I got to know the management staff. They got to know about my advocacy efforts. Two years later, they walked up to me and said, "I'd like to know. I'd like to let you know something. We took a risk hiring you." You have blown us away. And I'm like, no joke, because I'm a bomb. And I am. But, uh, JC, what are we really thinking? That's what we need to talk about. What's behind closed doors? When I do public speaking engagements, the first thing I think I say to the audience, what is your perception of me right now? Then an hour later, go home, have dinner, look in the mirror, and ask yourself, what's your perception of me now? And kind of measure the two. It's not a I told you so moment. It's a measurement of empathy. Does Ooh. that make sense? That's interesting. Wendy, come on, chime in on that. <laughs> yeah, it really is. It's um we unfortunately, all of us are are raised um with bias, right? And and that's not necessarily a bad thing. You know, I, I'm not gonna blame somebody that was raised with bias, but as an adult, it is our responsibility, no matter what your role is, whether you have a, a disability or not, it's our responsibility as a human being to learn about our own bias and say, where did I get that from? And how can I unlearn that or learn to adjust my bias, right? Because um, we're busy. We're busy, busy, busy as human beings. And so our mind takes shortcuts to create biases and make quick decisions because we don't have time. And that's just the way the human brain works. Um, when we're dealing with, you know, candidates uh, or employees that are already 
there and maybe we're interviewing them for our department to move over into our department. We really have to keep in mind these biases and we have to really focus on, um, <clears throat> as Jeff already mentioned, the abilities, like what can this candidate do? <clears throat> Hold on one second. Wendy's got a little bit of a cough today. It's quite fine. And I'm not laughing at either. <laughs> Sorry. Okay, I'm back. So one of the things that you know, I want to, I want people to come out of here today, not only going, oh, I got to grab that mirror. Maybe I'm biased. Maybe I'm the person that's causing the problem. But like what resources can I get off this podcast and what can I look up to help me? Because um, everybody said, you know, we're, we're missing, we're missing great candidates, great employees who, as Jeff has shown to his past em employers that blow their doors in and like, this is not what I expect. So I want to make sure that you, <laughs> you have the resources to get these people to the table. One great resource about accommodations, because JC, you were asking about this before is it's called the Job Accommodation Network. So it's askjan.org. And I go to this website probably twice a week because I'm not an expert at disability. And I don't honestly think anybody can be an expert at it. Oh, maybe there is somebody. Sorry for those that are. But, um, you know, and I'm telling you, you can't be an expert. But it is difficult. There's so much. Every single case of disability has to, must on a federal level per law has to be taken on an individual basis. So you can't say like, oh, I had somebody else with cerebral palsy and they didn't work out in this role. So therefore we're not going to hire but anybody in this role with cerebral palsy or with, you know, that is in a wheelchair or with this illness over here, temporary or long-term. And that's another thing I wanted to note is um, disabilities can be temporary as well. So Ooh. this, conversation today yeah so this conversation today is for not just for temporary but not just for um lifelong disabilities but temporary too we all well for for sake of this conversation we all fall under the americans with disabilities act some small small businesses don't but throw away the act right now it's not so much about complying with law it's compliant it's uh being part of a society that respects all human beings and furthermore, who needs these human beings to work for us so we can get our, our work accomplished and, and keep our customers happy. But um, I really encourage anybody who is sitting here going, uh, I, I have an employee with a disability and, um, you know, am I supposed to be doing something? Or I have candidates and or I know people who have applied and we've turned down. I would go to the ashjan.org website. It's, it's very comprehensive and it could be overwhelming, but you can go there and you could even do a live chat and um, it's a government website. So our, you know, you could copy and paste things from there. Our tax dollars paid for it, but you could even do a live chat and ask them questions and they'll answer. Anybody that's an employee that is our candidate that is listening, you can do the same thing too. So there's an employer side and there's an employee side. Um, one more thing I wanted to share, I kind of mentioned it before, just kind of about, um, you know, state resources. There's uh, another website called EARN, E-A-R-N, and it's the Employer Assistance and Resource Network on Disability Inclusion. 
And it is also a government website and it's free. And there's a lot of information there on how to recruit people, um, hire people, retain people, and even advance people with disabilities. There's um, mental health care toolkits there. So there's a lot of information that is already out there that we just don't know about. And there's also a lot of uh, presentations, um, even videos that you can start using to train your managers on what they can and cannot ask. Um, but as Jeff, Jeff said, you know, if somebody, especially if somebody has said on that application or just at work said, hey, I need a little bit of assistance, I have a disability, um, ask the employee, what, what do you need? What do you need for me to accommodate to make you a rock star employee? And, and I'm here to help. And the employee will usually be able to tell you and or you can go through a counselor with them that they can help or their doctor where they can help and say, this is what they need. And it's usually not what we think. It's usually something much more minor than we think. Employers don't wake up in the morning and say to themselves, I want to obtain exposure. I want to incur additional expenses. They don't walk down the street saying it's time for me to go out and just blindly discriminate against anyone. But these things happen. I'm going to throw a couple things out to the two of you. And before I do, just to lay the base for people that are listening today, the ADA. This is the American Americans with uh, Disability Act, I believe. ADA, right, Wendy? Yeah. Yeah, I got a thumbs up there from Jeff, too. Thanks. See, this is support. It's teamwork. I forget things. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So the ADA prohibits discrimination on the basis of disability and employment, state and local government, public accommodations, commercial facilities, transportation, and telecommunications. It also applies to the U.S. Congress. What qualifies as ADA discrimination dis Disability discrimination occurs when an employer or other entity covered by the Americans with Disabilities Act as amended or the Rehabilitation Act as amended treats a qualified individual who is an employee or applicant unfavorably because he or she has a disability. With that being said, we do have some relevant examples I'd like to bring to the table. These are coming from current events today. In the first example, I will be using the name of the actual employer instead of just big box store. This is out of Raleigh, North Carolina. Walmart violated federal law when it failed to provide a reasonable accommodation to an employee and then fired her after she made an internal ethics complaint of disability discrimination. The EEOC alleged this in a lawsuit that was filed earlier in the month of June 2022. According to the lawsuit in April 2019, an employee working for Walmart's Hope Mills, North Carolina store as a warehouse unloader experienced the onset of severe pain due to neurological disability that affected her right hand and wrist. Her supervisor told her to apply for medical leave through the company's third-party administrator to avoid accruing points under the attendance policy. The employee applied for intermittent leave as a reasonable accommodation for her disability, but the accommodation was denied. Walmart then told the employee that she could not return to work unless she could provide a medical release saying that she could work, without any restrictions, which clearly was not possible due to the employee's disability. Frustrated by Walmart's continued refusal to allow her to return to work, the employee made a report to the company's global ethics office in late June 2019. The company fired her nine days later. 
Such conduct violates the ADA, which protects individuals with disabilities. Current events on the table, relevant information. We have an employer, we have an employee, we have a managerial chain, we have a whole lot going on. The floor is open. Wendy and Jeff, over to you. Go for Wendy. (laughs) (laughs) It's so sad because um, I see Walmart in the news in a negative sense all the time. I mean, they have no excuse whatsoever. No employer has an excuse. Uh, Usually, small employers' excuse is, I didn't know, I don't have HR staff, I don't have a legal team. They have no excuse, and they're just going to continue getting sued. And I just don't know if they don't care or what. I don't work there. I don't shop there. I don't know. But I'm, I'm happy that that employee said, I'm, I'm, I'm calling a lawyer or I'm filing something with the ADA. I don't know how they actually did it because um, also just so everybody knows that's listening is uh, an an employee uh, with most laws. uh, So under the EEOC and ADA, they don't necessarily have to get an, an attorney involved. They can just go right to like the EEOC and the EEOC will sue on their behalf. So um, I think a lot of employers think, oh, my my um, my employee um, won't sue. They won't get a lawyer or they can't afford a lawyer. The most lawyers work for the the penalty for part of the penalty, you know, so it's it's not about that. But it's just um, it's embarrassing, you know, to me that Walmart doesn't seem to care they have no excuse uh, of of allowing this to happen, and I'm I hope they keep getting the book thrown at them. And I don't think, though, unfortunately, it's going to change anything because it hasn't yet. Jeff, your thoughts? Well, I had to I had to train my brain to look for stuff like this. Because as a manager growing up with CP, I struggled. And I didn't know how not to struggle. So within the last 10 years, I have to educate myself, number one, about the job, number two, about the law. And as a man with CP, I need to know that the ADA is there. Yes. Also, I need to know, and this is going to play devil's advocate or whatever. Sure. I need to know that I'm doing my best. And I need to know that this is discrimination. And if it is, I need to go through the process. But also, JC, I need to know what the process is. I'm fortunate. I got the HR lady in my right hand pocket. Not everybody has that. What we need to understand here. It's the Jeff Arsenal's of the world. We fail all the time. And it's so easy for us to say, 
all out there. We have to train our brain. We need to talk to the windy sellers of the world. Here's what happened. Tell me what's going on. Help me out. <coughs> and I do believe that, that for a small retainer, anyone else could also have Wendy Sellers in their back pocket, too. <laughs> I, yeah, I, that, that's yeah. just a hunch. You know? Well, Wendy Sellers also has, um, uh, I, I can't stop helping people. So anybody who does need my help at all can contact me at any time. Go, go on, Jeff. <laughs> and it really breaks my heart that. You know, I look at what's going on in the world as far as diversity. We got the rights of this one, the rights of this one, the rights of everybody. But we're the ones that we've been around forever. We need to stand up for our rights. We need something big to happen. And they say, this isn't right. We're going to take this all the way upstairs. And with that said, I'm not one to take legal action. And maybe I should have in my lifetime. I just, I'm not that person. So uh, it's time. I, I feel like we're on the brink of something big. And I'm not saying I'm glad that the Walmarts of the world are doing this. I think it's horrible. One day, they're going to do it to Jeff Arsenal, and we're going to be at the Capitol, and we're going to raise some king. That's what needs to happen. We need to be in the news because we are not in the news. Why? Everybody yeah. else is. Well, I, I do think uh, standing up for your rights is a very good thing. I'm I'm not sure you should storm the Capitol. I'm I'm not with that. <laughs> no. I, okay. Just why? I just wanted to put that out no. there to be clear. I'm sorry. <laughs> right. I'm sorry. Hey, no, no problem. No worries. Hey, so, you know, let me, go ahead, Wendy. Go ahead. I, I just wanted to uh, say this a little bit too because I I'm on the same page with with Jeff too. I I thought about this a lot. Jeff, after I first met you, and you know, it was during the COVID era, so it was very recently. And um, I thought the same thing too about, you know, geez, everybody else is in the news, you know, this, this week or last week, I should say, it's back to women's rights, you know, and, and everybody else is in the news. And why aren't why aren't people who are being discriminated against because of their disability in in the news and in, in the mainstream? Um, and you know, it, it's um, it's it's embarrassing as a country. Uh, we don't have time for the podcast to go that way. But what I would like our our listeners to know today is you can make a difference at your company by, you know, when you're finishing listening to this podcast, by going to my website um, and saying, okay, where are all these links she's talking about? Because I need to do some research and I need to open up my candidate pool, my employee pool to uh, uh, people with disabilities, whether it's temporary or, or um, you know, permanent. And I need to make sure that I train everybody from leadership to the receptionist about people's, people with disabilities and that we are truly inclusive and we want them to work here. Um, 
for for the HR people that are listening today and yeah. or just managers or even employees themselves, one question that you know I I get I got asked recently from a candidate is a candidate with a disability is do I have to disclose my disability to an employer? Excellent question. The, yeah, and so um, thank you, thank you very much. <laughs> but you know the answer is no. Initially, you know you do not. So you're not legally required to mention your disability when you're interviewing for a job, whether it's an internal job or you're an external candidate. Um, you don't need to disclose your disability on a resume, on a cover letter, or on application materials, such as, you know, a lot of the applications have that little box of tell me if you need a reasonable accommodation. That, that's a requirement, though, right? Like, uh, fill out that box, otherwise... Uh... Yeah, you, you didn't check the box, but I, I feel that you are disabled when I physically look at you. Now I think you're a liar. Yep. Yep, exactly. And uh, meh, nope, employers, this is on us to, um, you know, make sure that we educate anybody who's involved in the interviewing process, including HR, that they do not have to fill that out by law. <laughs> the Americans with Disabilities Act um, does you do not have to disclose your disability. I know people with disabilities that their employers have no idea they have a disability because that employee has decided and has successfully shown that it has nothing to do with their job. And so they're like, I'm doing my job. You don't even know I have a disability. I'm doing my job. I'm an A player. That's it. So they do not 100% do not ever have to disclose a disability, even if the, they plan on saying later, I need an accommodation. Right. And I say kudos for that because too many people, too many employers wrongly will find another reason to not hire the person because they chose on the application that they have a disability. And that's just wrong. That's just, it's not just illegal. It's just wrong as a hum, one human to another. So if you are an employer that has to comply with the Americans with Disabilities Act, which is generally all employers, but legally it is any state and local government employers. And then uh, if you're not a government employer, if you are a private employer with 15 or more employees, you are mandated to comply with the ADA. Now your state may have additional laws as well, but no, they absolutely upfront when they're interviewing for the job or being even transferred to a job, or applying for a transfer, they do not have to say they have a disability right away. Wendy Sellers here, the HR lady. Welcome back to session four of this podcast series. Let's hear from Jeff himself on how he has been discriminated against because of his disability. And please take note so that you can help prevent this from happening at your organization. Thank you for joining the HR Empowerment Podcast, brought to you by Aurora Training Advantage. We hope you've gained new insight and strategies to navigate the HR profession. We look forward to you joining us again on the HR Empowerment Podcast.